Father Paul reminded us last week that the church is kind of moving into what they call the end of the church year. Amen. So many of the scriptures from the church are asking us to think about our salvation. In some ways, they're also asking us to think about our own Christian responsibility as disciples of the Lord. These last days of the church year are a time for us to examine our lives and reflect on whether or not we are using the gifts, the blessings, the abundance that we have been given in order to build up the kingdom of God. Our reading from Proverbs speaks of a time when the family circle or the household was often made up of many generations, many generations living together as one. And if you run a household, you know that that is a major undertaking and a significant burden and responsibility. Amen? Amen? There is the responsibility of caring for children or grandchildren or the elderly, caring for the sick. There's the cleaning, the laundry, the meals to be, to be prepared. And in those ancient times, and probably even in our house, there may be an animal or two that needs to be taken care of. There are repairs to be made and debts to be paid. Amen? Amen. In those ancient times, it was the wife who was most often assumed the responsibility of running the household. And the scripture from Proverbs says that a talented wife, the one who takes on this type of responsibility is more precious than pearls. A talented woman is the kind of person whose discipleship brings about good, not evil, all the days of her life. The word teaches us that her talent, her discipleship involves working with loving hands and that she reaches out with these very same hands to the poor and extends her arms to the needy, to the hungry, to those who are even spiritually bankrupt. And this word even has a lesson for some of us fellas. So it says to make sure you're not duped. Make sure you're not deceived by appearances. Because the scripture goes on to say that we shouldn't be fooled by what's on the outside. We should not judge a book by a cover. Because charm is deceptive, beauty only lasts for a little while, and the woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Amen. Amen. 
The scripture seems to be reminding us that the greatest value, the greatest treasure in the eyes of the Lord is faithful discipleship. The greatest value is a woman, is a person of faith who uses their God-given talent and responsibilities and abilities in order to increase, in order to build up the kingdom of God. In Matthew's gospel, we are told a very familiar parable about three servants and talents. And in the time of Jesus, a talent was a considerable amount of wealth. Some have said that a single talent of gold or silver weighed anywhere from 70 to 75 pounds. It was worth 20 years of a worker's wage. So just think, I know if I was given 20 years, I could do some things. I believe I could make some things happen if somebody gave me 20 years of my salary. So the scripture tells us that regardless of the amount, whether it was five or two or one talent, the master is doing something that is extremely significant. So significant that he is even doing it now. He is investing in you. He is making some type of significant and purposeful investment in who you are. You see, each of us have been given some kind of blessing, some kind of gift. Each one of us has a talent that is of some great wealth. And the Lord has given us this talent because he knows that there is some quality, there's something about who we are. It, in the very fabric of who I am, who you are, that the Lord wants you to use to build up the kingdom of God. And, and what is so amazing is that we tend to be doubters, but the Lord knows you better than you know yourself. And he knows more of what you are capable of, what you have the ability to do than you even have faith and trust in yourself. The Lord does not invest in junk. The Lord invests in you because you are valuable and precious to the Lord our God. And he wants you to use the gift that you have been given in order to build up the kingdom of God. Because there is something planted deep down in your spirit, deep down in your soul that is purposeful, needed, and necessary for the kingdom of God. You see, sometimes 
we in in our humanity, we look at somebody else's gift and, and think our gift is not as great as their gift, and we start comparing gifts. But the foot is no more important than the hand. The eye is no more important than the ear. All of these gifts that you have been given are precious and needed and necessary for the Lord our God. And you must understand that the Lord gave you this talent and rained down some favor and some abundance on you. And he has an expectation. He has an expectation that you will be a good and faithful servant. And he expects that you use that talent. He expects you to take a risk. He expects you to step out on faith and be on the increase. Matthew's gospel is a reminder that it is sinful. It is perhaps even an abomination to take what the Lord has given you and bury it in the ground somewhere. To bury it in the ground where no one, not even yourself, can take advantage of it. The scripture says that the town, that the that the, the servant did it out of fear of the Lord. Out of fear. Not fear of the Lord. Let me get that right. He did it out of fear. And there are two kinds of fear. There's ungodly fear. And there's fear of the Lord. Ungodly fear can cause you or prevent you from using your talent. Ungodly fear is a stumbling block and it prevents you from doing what you have been commissioned and anointed to do. An anointing that you received at your baptism. Ungodly fear, like the servant who buried his talent, shows that you are either useless or lazy according to the scripture it says that you are unwilling to use your talent even when you know even when you know that the master is demanding even that you know that the master is harvesting where he did not plant and gathering where he did not scatter but for people of faith, they know that the fear of the Lord is really about having adoration and reverence for the Lord. Fear of the Lord is, is rooted in your worship and your praise and your love of the Lord. And that worship and that love will allow you to take what you have been given and use it and multiply it so that you can be on the increase for Jesus Christ. All throughout the scriptures, we are told how the Lord expects us to be the kind of disciples who will use our talent. How we will use our talent to care for the sick, to care for the widow, 
the orphan, the immigrant, the oppressed, the voiceless. That's what we're called to do. We're taught about the importance of being the kind of disciples who are willing to take our talent and beyond the increase so that we can strengthen those who are weak. We're, we are called to take our talent and multiply it so that we can give power to the powerless, food to the hungry, life giving water to the thirsty. You using your talent is about showing and demonstrating to the godless that we are trying to walk in the ways of Jesus Christ. It's saying that we have accepted our responsibility to work and to cultivate and to nurture and to bring forth good fruit. It says that we are striving to live each and every day Just to hear the Lord our God say to us one day, since you have been the kind of servant that has been faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. So come, come and share in your master's joy. Amen.